Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. What's up, y'all? It's Russ Parr, and welcome to the Russ Parr cast today. We're talking to that brother, and you guys have seen him all over TV, the goody mob. You see he dresses extravagantly. It's the man. We're talking about CeeLo Green. Let's go right to the phone line. CeeLo, how you doing, man? I'm good, big brother. How about you? Man, I've just been hanging in. First of all, I want to tell everybody we're talking to CeeLo Green, legendary producer, just one of the most iconic producers of all time and recording artists, man. I just, first of all, I want to say I'm a longtime fan because I just think what you do is just kind of brilliant on like almost every level. And uh, your five-time Grammy Award-winning sensation. Uh, I don't even need to read your festivities. I can just tell you I know everything about you already. But you're doing something different, man, because one thing about you, man, is like I know music is your passion. Uh, But you hooked up with Rare Essence, a legendary go-go band in D.C., and y'all did this record. How did that come about? Well, it came about because of a relationship that we have uh, and that we've had over the last 10 years, as a matter of fact. So mm-hmm. it wasn't an overnight thing. I mean, I have to acknowledge a really good friend of ours. Uh, his name's Ice. And so we call him Brother Ice. And Ice uh, introduced us about several, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And we were, talking about doing, we were talking about doing a go-go record because I was, um, I had been embraced by the region. You know, like, and, and let me make sure that I acknowledge as well uh, the mm-hmm. entire DMV. I had been embraced by DC uh, so affectionately uh, with a record that I put out. Uh, I think I think it may have been '04 with Timberland called um, "I'll Be Around," and so this record was embraced as a go-go record. Mm-hmm. And I had gone up back and forth uh, a time or two uh, doing renditions of that record with with the local bands, and, and at that time it was uh, the Backyard Band who who did a rendition right. of that record. Right. Right. And so. Um, but I ended up having a more personal relationship with White Boy uh, from Rare Essence. So shout out to, to the legendary Rare Essence. And we've just been in talks. And, and, and to fast forward uh, to uh, late last year, we were dealing with the pandemic. But I was asked uh, uh, to come and be a part of the Soul Train Awards. And uh, they wanted me to do something special, you know, for, for the occasion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I had a, a, the, 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 the record was previously unreleased at that point. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, okay, well, let me think about it like this. I said, what can I do? I don't want to do anything that I performed on any other right. award shows, anything that was old. I wanted to try something different. So I wanted to do something unreleased, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, you know, uh, we were thinking to ourselves, I said, okay, well, we're about to have our first black female vice president. I said, so all the energy is going to be in D.C. And I thought to myself, go, go, you know, and I yeah. had the record. Mm-hmm. This record was produced by Organized Noise. Uh, so shout out to, 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 to the big bros, Organized Noise. So we, we did the record. Uh, the rest is history. It woke the DMV up. Absolutely. And um, it kind of kind of prompted us to do a, uh, an entire project. But let me I mean, just say, so, but CeeLo, yeah. for, for real, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, of course, the Godfather Go-Go, uh, Chuck Brown, rest in peace, bro. Uh, but Go-Go music has been around for like ever. And some of the biggest hit mainstream hip hop records, what have you, 
have that go-go genre, that flavor in it. You know, you go back to salt and pepper and oh, some of the, yeah. yeah, I mean, Her- it's Herbie Lover was the first to incorporate the go-go sound. Right. And, as far as hip hop is concerned. Right. And, and, and to me, for you, this is a natural for CeeLo Green, man, because I mean, you've done everything. I mean, you've done it all. And, and, I, and I got a mad respect for you because it's not easy to sit down and go, okay, let's mesh this together with what you know. And one thing about you, by the way, you're dressed, the whole nine, man, you think outside the box. You, you present yourself well, outside absolutely. the box. So this was a natural move for you, don't you think? Absolutely. I, I definitely consider myself an ambassador for black music and arts and culture. And um, as, far as, as far as the song was concerned, the, the reason how the conversation came up is because you know, the song wasn't necessarily go but when I was thinking, uh, when I was putting the song again, I said, Okay, well, it kinda of reminds me of something little Richard would do. So it was it was you know, it was going back all the way back to the Renaissance of black music at the beginning of it. Right. And uh, I was really running it past White but to get his take on it. I said, Could I pull this off? But I was trying to connect the dots because the title of the song was Baby Don't You Go Go. So I just thought that it was clever to, you know, to put the go go flavor in there because of the title mm-hmm. uh, and what it and what it implied. Right. So you know we we put the, you know they added and and brought the percussion in and and made it feel good, but it's like a different hybrid and a different interpretation of it. So it's definitely go go inspired, mm-hmm. and uh you know and uh and now we we got the the literal essence involved. So we put that rare essence in there literally. And, you know, it is what it the is. The Wicked is Banned Alive, Rare Essence. The Wicked is Banned Alive, yeah. you know what I mean? So, you know, one yeah, thing... So, so I'm, I'm, really, I'm really honored that they embraced me in that way. Yeah, yeah. well, one thing I want to say is, like, you know, CeeLo, you've been through a lot of bullshit, and, yeah. you know, and I didn't judge you. You know, there was so much stuff that went down uh, with you, with the, with the voice, and so on and so forth. You didn't let it yes, stop sir. you. You didn't let it stop you. How did you get not through that? All, how, did, how did you get through that period of time? I don't, I don't want to relitigate it, bro. I'm not trying to do that with you here, but oh, of course, of th- course. there was some bullshit that I, went down. So, and and whether you oh, believe yeah. it or not, it's, it, that's up to, to, to up to y'all. But you know, I know your character, and and I was just kind of surprised by it all. But you seem to have bounced back. What did you do? What can you advise somebody else who's going through this? You know, cancel culture right now. Well, you know, you don't have to be resilient. I mean, you got to have thick skin. If you're not willing to be misunderstood, uh, if you're not willing to be ridiculed and vilified and criminalized and demonized, uh, you know, by, by, by trying to uh, contribute, trying to be yourself and trying to be honest, trying to be genuine, trying to be pure, trying to be individual, uh, you know, then this business is not cut out for you. And so, and then to even be more specific, you're going to have to be, you know, you got to be strong and you got to be, you know, um, committed. So mm-hmm. I am committed to the cause. I'm committed to the craft. I love the people. And I'm glad that, you know, of course, when you hear something, you know what I mean? Like you, you, you're taken aback and, you know, there's disappointment. And then there's, there's, you know, this immediacy that happens when you, when, when news hits. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't understand why culturally we can believe negatively, you know, so like quicker than we can the positive. But if you know me, you know me, and you know that I've been committed to positive and positivity my entire career. That's dating back to the Dungeon family and Goody Mob. I've always been about black people. I've always been about culture. I've always been about community. And, you know, they, they attack that type of action. They attack that type of effect. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So right. um, with that being said, you know, um, we, we, we persevered and we got through it. And here we are some years later, and I still got the spirit in me. And I, and I still got the will to survive, and I still got the, the notion to, 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 to contribute and, 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 and be 
the best I can be and, and be an mm. example for what's possible for black music and industry. Well, well, fuck you. Uh, is twenty is eleven years old to, this year? One of my favorite yeah. songs. You thought I was saying fuck you, didn't you? Uh, one of my favorite no. songs <laughs> of all time. When that record hit, I was like, "That's not CeeLo doing it." That what was the motivation? This is my favorite song, so that's why I got to ask you about this song. What was the well, motivation? What, what what were you, what was your purpose with "Fuck You"? Okay, I try to make a long story short. I had just uh, recently moved out to the West Coast, and I was I was working on that project, Lady Killer, with Atlantic Records. We just had a big success with Nalls Broccoli's uh, uh, crazy and debut album, Saint Elsewhere. So I was riding high on that on that uh, uh. adulation, and uh, so I went back in and they said, well, "Let's try something else." So um, I had never really shared a creative space as far as co-writing and things of that nature. So I wanted to try a different approach. Mm-hmm. And at this time, I was I was introduced to Bruno Mars and Phil Lawrence, which was a writing team. Mm-hmm. Now this was before Bruno Mars had actually become the Bruno Mars that we all know and love. Exactly. You know? But, um, you know, it came, came to me and um, we did a couple of different things and, you know, we befriended each other and, you know, I saw the potential in him and I had the foresight. I, I was really ahead of the curve on him and I embraced him like a, you know, you know, if you brother, he would, I'm not going to say a younger brother because he was already of age and already very talented and recognized, uh, you know, uh, as an insider, you know, one of the industry right. insiders that you got to know. So, I knew he was on his way, so I opened myself up and allowed myself to be teachable. And I think that is the secret to success, too. You got to be flexible. You got to be teachable because you don't know it all. Yep. You tell it to people that's, still, that's coming in this direction. Mm-hmm. And he, 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 he laid out the framework for that record. And a lot of what made that record real and made it resonate is the fact that I was going through a, a couple of different label woes at the time because I was working overtime trying to please them or trying to get the record you know, that everybody was looking for. So I recorded a bunch of music. I couldn't get it, you know what I'm saying? And there was a, a point where I just said, well, you know, fuck it, forget it, basically. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so, the, so as ironic as it may sound or may be, the most ridiculous record I thought that I could do to get dropped from my label was the one that they love. And it's the one that has become an iconic classic record for CeeLo Green. Wow, that that's a great story. That is a great story because yeah, I, you know a I lot of people. Yeah, man, there's so many people that I remember back in the day when I used to do music. I, I don't, I'm not patting myself on the back or anything. Um, I, I remember I did a, a, a record um, called Harrow Weave. It was Bobby Jimmy and the Critters. You probably never heard of them. Uh, I did a song oh, called Roaches. Yeah, Big Butt, right? So, come on, man. Yeah. So I have the, you know, we, we had the A side and the B side. The A side was Harrow Weave, okay? It's a song that I really wanted to, to blow up, okay? On the B side was a song called Somebody Farted. I was just throwing it away. Do you realize Somebody Farted got picked up by all the, the white stations across the country and blew the hell up? And I made some money. <laughs> you, you never know. You, you, you know what, Russ? I, I, you, you never know. You just kind of, kind of got to go for it. Yeah. You know, because like a, a lot of our notions and a lot of our instincts as artists, they aren't frivolous and they aren't random. They're, they're very purpose. Mm. It's a special connection to the universe that we have to be obedient toward. Right. So like, nice. you know, maybe, maybe, maybe nobody expected a, 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 an artist who's been around for the last 30 years who's from Atlanta, Georgia to do a record. A, a global record that that's that's based out of out of DC. Right. Here I am. I'm about to release a, a project called DC Low. You know me as a matter of fact. Nice. So, uh, you know, but anyway, Russ, it's funny because that we're talking, 
And I'm glad that we're talking because, you know, I'm a big fan of Martin. And uh, we were watching uh, Martin Marathon the other day. And there's an episode where he there was at the radio convention. And there you are in the back. You and Wendy Williams are walking in the door. Where's my line? Where the elevator at? Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm, letting, I'm letting you know I'm, an, I'm a historian. You yeah, know you are. I'm, I'm well versed, man. I know about it all, man. Well, so, CeeLo, I man. Just, I, I, love, I love the coach. So love you too. Yeah, man. You 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 dope, man. And of course, uh, uh, the single uh, with Rare Essence, Baby, Don't You Go Go. And, and now I'm telling you right now, if CeeLo's touching it and he's with the wickedest band alive, you know it's going to be fire. And I, I want you guys to check it out, man, because, you know, I love brothers stepping out, man, stepping out their comfort zone, man, and, and trying to make things happen. CeeLo, man, I appreciate you, bro. I got much love for you. Keep doing your thing, man, and don't let anybody hold you back. Yes, sir, King. Thank you so much for the support. You got it, bro. Take care now. Thanks for listening to the Russ Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and give us a rating and let everyone in your circle know about the Russ Podcast. We'll be dropping Russ's rants occasionally, so make sure you check that out. And a new episode each week. Check me out during the weekday mornings on the Russ Parr Morning Show, syndicated nationally. Make sure you follow us on all socials at Russ Parr Show. Thanks again, y'all.